If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Hump Day to everyone in the sports universe. It is August the 17th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Good morning. For Aaron Crouch, who's drinking his black mug today, I am Michael Carvella saying, what's going on, Black Edition, Aaron? <laughs> it's the mug that's the Black Edition. I don't think I'm the Black Edition. Oh, um, hey, Aaron. Yeah, no. Uh, another good day yesterday. Watched some uh, watched some sports. Watched the Yankees go down and the Red Sox win yesterday and played a little golf. Yes! Life could, life could be worse. Life could be a lot worse. I could have a ring or medication. By the way, I, I meant to say this. Um, watched your music video the other day, and oh. I thought it was pretty awesome. I love the uh, the tie rip off at the end. So, yeah. Uh, if you guys are uh, if you guys are out there listening, check out uh, check out Mike on the YouTube. Uh, what was that song called? Perfect Perfect Ending. Yeah, MKDHT Perfect Ending. Some uh, very upbeat song, but the lyrics are a little uh, a little dark. That was that was the goal there. Mm, I like it. I like it. Appreciate you. Um, enough about me and more about everyone else. Um. Our YouTube is AM Drive with Mike and Aaron, the best segments in one place, and the best show because our full shows are on there. I'll be honest, I haven't shopped up some. Probably will do that tonight and get some more awesome segments out there. But, hey, support our show by going to our YouTube and subscribing. Boy, he's got the Tumblr, too. Let's go. I Heck yeah, I'm, I'm a company man. Look at that. Tumblr, hoodie, black edition mug. Collects dust, man. I got the red mug yesterday, the white mug's in there. Ooh, I want to buy more hoodies because it's hoodie season coming up. But uh, yeah, we got to get on Carlos yeah, and just uh, buy, you know what, right get now. the damn shop back. WTF, Carlos. Yeah, this is it's bad. I was told, uh, to, an update on the shop, I was told that I would be getting an email like was it five days ago now that about like some 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 ticket complaint about how to get our shop back and it's like I never got the email it was like wow thank you Carlos well there's other places that will drop ship our merchandise Carlos so we're not afraid Ooh, don't burn bridges all right Spider-Man in New York I had to say it um <laughs> so Donovan Mitchell the really good shooting guard for the Utah Jazz now has Danny Ainge as his GM, I guess, is or the or the president of basketball operations, whatever he does over there. The guy who helped the Celtics get Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Let's just put it that way. So Danny Ainge um, now has opened up talks back with the Knicks. Um, there's not any real traction as of yet. But there is talks again, which is good for the sake of Donovan Mitchell. Let's be fair. 
he, he's not going to do anything in Utah because no one wants to go to Utah. I don't know how the Knicks are much better, but obviously he wouldn't mind the fact of being an MSG balling out for those people. And who knows if they if they if they didn't have to give up Julius Randle, I'm sure all the Jazz want right now is draft picks and maybe a couple of decent players. But then again, this is the same team who just got um, what was it four first rounders for Rudy Gobert. <sighs> Good luck with that, Knicks. Yeah, so this one is interesting because you're right. I mean, the the beef was Gobert and Mitchell, and <clears throat> behind closed doors, basically they said one of us has got to go. Really? And Gobert, Gobert's gone. So the the situation with Utah is yes, I understand. Maybe you know trying to rebuild fundamentally is is probably the right move here, but there's no imminent need for the Jazz to do this, in my opinion. Uh, the, the Knicks, sure. They want to be better. They want to be relevant. They, I mean, you got to give them credit. They, they do try hard to be relevant. <laughs> you know I mean? It's, it's not a disrespect to them in that facet, but uh, I mean, if they don't get them, somebody else will. And that's the problem is you're right. Rudy Gobert fetched four first round picks. And we all believe that Donovan Mitchell is better than Rudy Gobert, despite the defensive player of the years and the, and the all defense first teams and everything like that. I mean, it's, it's easy to do that when there's not a ton of centers around the league. But, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, do you want to see Donovan Mitchell on the Knicks? Or is is this something where, like, you want to see Donovan Mitchell somewhere. You don't really care where it is, though. Yeah, okay. I, I still want him with the Jazz because that's one of the most boring things in the world is for a great player to be on the Utah Jazz. Like, it's just – I. I, the, the, the next thing for me is more like the Cowboys argument for me. Like, people still try to make the Cowboys relevant because of a 1990s thing. I don't know what happened in the 90s that got people liking the Knicks and the Cowboys. But can we stop it now? Like, there are so many more, much better teams to talk about. And we're, 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 we're force-fed through, through gigantic spoons of ESPN. But why the Knicks need to be relevant, like, I, I don't care. But yeah, get him out of there. As for the, and there's been talks that the Miami Heat are trying trying to get involved. I don't believe that because we have a boatload of guards, and one of them is Victor Oladipo, who I believe is a similar player with a similar talent level. So, I just want to see Mitchell do well. That's not the cost of my Miami Heat. Oh no, old man fart. Uh, yeah, I think every team, every team is. You know, every fan of every team is is thinking the same way. Yeah, I want to see Donovan Mitchell on my team, but then all of a sudden, you know, all, Jimmy Butler's going the other way, and you're like, wait a second, what, ha- what just happened? You know, Jimmy Butler and four mm-hmm. four first round picks. Now, uh, you're looking at a guy, 25, you know, 26 points a game, which you know he's top 10 last year in, in points per game, which is big. I mean, he's a he's a scorer. You watch him more than I do. Like, what else does he do to help facilitate a team and make a team better, other than just put the thing in the thing? Because by that race, you might as well just go get Kevin Durant if you're just looking for somebody to put the thing in the thing, right? Yeah, he's a good passer. And you're really begging that he's going to take another gigantic step. Because he's still, I believe, super young. I'm not sure how old he is exactly, but I do know. 25, yeah. He's your yeah, age. See, yes. <laughs> hey! See, so, like, he's going to get better, hopefully I will too, um, in the next few years. And um, that's really what teams are banking on. Cause like he's he's long. He's one of those long. That's why they. That's probably why they call him Spider. But like he's he's got long arms. 
So okay. he's also shown up in the bubble, like with like awesome playoff games against the Nuggets. You just want him to take the next step of being a team leader. I think he will, but I don't know, man. What about Dame and um, Mitchell? That'd be kind of cool. Or Luca? You threw around Luca and Durant. Well, of course, Luca. Luca, Luca and anybody right now would be some, but don't they both play the two? I mean, who's gonna is this Luca the one in that spot? Luca is the one primarily. You know. Is he? Is and Donovan can okay. bring the ball up the court. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could theoretically alternate, and you know, mm-hmm. at, at the one and two at that point. But uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised to see. Now, I, I mean, they don't really have a lot to offer, but I'm surprised to see the Lakers aren't really making a move on this, trying mm-hmm. to get Westbrook out of town or. You know, because, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, legitimate question, would you rather have Westbrook or would you rather have Mitchell? Westbrook's still got a lot in the tank. Oh, Spider for sure. Yeah? The the bigger question is, would I rather have Kyrie or Spider? My answer is Spider-Man. I mean, can you imagine playing LeBron, AD, Donovan Mitchell? I mean, you people want AD to be the future, and and the the dude's made of glass. It's well documented on this show. (laughs) <laughs> but Donovan Mitchell might I mean, – that'd be a good little duo for them. They got Bronny James dunking out of his mind. Maybe they'll – I don't know. But I, I do think Donovan Mitchell would be a nice ad if Kyrie sulks and whatever. I, I could see that. I could see them definitely if they could get Westbrook out of town in exchange for Donovan Mitchell. I could definitely see the optimism back on L.A., which is not there right now. And in, the question is, is it all because of Westbrook? I don't believe so, but you're right. If Westbrook shipped out of town and this is the new big three, the optimism and the uh, excitement would definitely be back in L.A. again. Well, last thing I'll say about it is Anthony Davis is getting away with murder because they're, they're talking about all their all the talk about Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and the whole reason the Lakers sucked last year was because A.D. missed like the entire year. So, Well, that's the thing. You're always going to get away with – uh, I guess murder, as you like to say I was here, injured. but injuries. Well, you 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 defend it too. I mean, when you when we pack on LeBron, well, AD was injured. Well, I, well yeah, I mean that's a know, big sucks to suck. Yeah, it's a big part of the of the offense there, and you don't have AD. I'm not going to bank on Russell Westbrook and LeBron drag me to playoffs. Well, that's the thing; they're kind of desperate to to do that because they gave up so much young talent for. Anthony Davis. I mean, look at mm-hmm. just look and see if Brandon Ingram was still there. I, I I understand Lonzo, but I mean, look at Brandon Ingram. What he did in New Orleans. If you had Brandon Julius Ingram, Randall for crying LeBron out James. Heck yeah, if Julius Randall was able to stick around. You have a pretty formidable team out there in L.A. I don't know why they got rid of Alex Caruso. That will never surpass me. Can't be showing up, LeBron man. I mean, <laughs> the Caruso. Three words or less, NFC North quarterbacks. Aaron, this is our second to last day doing this. We're going to have to find something else to do. Maybe a baseball player or something like that later on. <laughs> we'll, we'll think about it. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, three words or less, Aaron. Oh, I'll go first here. Um, my, I'll go first because you were drinking. Um, got help. And the reason I say that is because I believe it was yesterday I was reading that Aaron Rodgers supposedly low-key is doing his Aaron Rodgers stuff where he kind of takes jabs at teammates. And apparently he doesn't like the rookie um, wide receivers or the young guys on his team. 
I don't believe that. I don't believe that he needs Devontae Adams to be Aaron Rodgers. I think it'd be nice. It'd be incredible to have Devontae Adams back. But I think Aaron Rodgers will be fine. But God help. I'm interested to see who takes a step in Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, – he's already not voiced his displeasure uh, with these young receivers. But um, I uh, – I uh, my three words or less were patience, leadership, and relax. Oh, relax. Love it. You're still far away, in my opinion, the best team. I think you're – this is probably going to be maybe a legacy – setter here for you you know your best receiver maybe the best receiver you ever had i mean no disrespect to jordy nelson or younger randall cobb or whatever your best receiver that you've ever had is gone and yes old man randall cobb is still there but uh if you can find a way to make one or two of these guys thousand yard receivers like this is a legacy builder for you like you want to talk about like oh you know making guys better and real true definition of mvp this is a good one right here. And and I'd have to say, uh, you know, three time as he, he won the MVP last year, correct? Yes. Back to back. So he, so he'd be a three, you know, a three straight MVP, just like Brett Favre. Late one ring his career would be pretty cool too. Be a pretty damn good legacy builder. So patience, leadership, and relax. You're going to get it under control. Trust. I mean, don't forget whatever else he's into. We talk about these guys, but they still have Randall Cobb. Who's, who's consistent. They still have Sammy Watkins, who's a veteran. And Alan Lazard, I thought, came along pretty well last year. So, Lizard uh, yes, man! I, I know you're worried about, like, Romeo Daubs or Dubes and uh, the guy they just drafted. I can't think of his name. Uh, Watson, I think, is his, his last name. Oh, yeah, Christian uh, Watson. from Christian Andy Watson. Matthew. Yeah, so I know you're worried about them. And I just <clears> – <throat> I didn't particularly like the calling them out on, uh, you know, through the media. So uh, just relax. I like that. Kirk Cousins, three words or less. Uh, I only needed two for Kirk Cousins. Last chance. Oh. That's it, man. You got it. You got Mike Zimmer out of town. You've got a new young offensive minded coach who uh you know just won a Super Bowl. And you've got weapons galore. I know Thielen's probably lost a step. But you have one of the best wide receivers in the league with Justin Jefferson. Cook can stay healthy, even if he can't. Alexander Madison's pretty, you know, pretty good himself. Uh, last chance, Kirk. Last chance. I think Kirk Cousins has a better chance to win the North than Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers wasn't Aaron Rodgers. That makes no sense. But I get, I get it what you're do, trying. It to does think. make sense. Like, yeah, like if, if Kirk Cousins can live up to any expectations, they would win the North. But. I'll, I'll save that for division previews, but yeah. I mean, statistically, Kirk Cousins is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He just doesn't win games. Yeah. Like he doesn't win the big games. People always call him the anti-Tom Brady because, like, he's got the same, like, stats, and then, like, but Tom Brady wins the game and Kirk Cousins can't catch a break. That is – that's a decent little comparison. I, I don't Brandon I don't Cox disagree with funny, that. Dude. <laughs> uh, my three words or less, I only need one for Kirk. Coasting. Coasting. Why now why is Kirk Cousins coasting? Because it seems like every single time the writing's in the wall for him to have a last chance, like you said, I, I nothing happens. He just gets paid again. 
So I'm like, I don't really know if if he sticks it up this year with the Vikings will necessarily replace him, or he goes off to the Browns if Watson's suspended for 30 years. I, I'm kidding. But mm-hmm. like, I, I'm just wondering, like, wh- at what point do we believe that Kirk Cousins is just an average quarterback who I don't he's like the weirdest starter because like he to me like his ceiling is a starting journeyman. Does that make sense? Like he's not uh, a backup no. who floats around. He's a journeyman, a starter who floats around. It's really insane. But he doesn't float around. <clears throat> he has he was like what a fourth round, fifth round pick behind Robert Griffin, uh the third that year that RG three was number two. Obviously that didn't pan out for RG three. Or Andrew Luck. Kirk came in, played pretty what's that? Or Andrew Luck. It didn't pan well, yes, out well for RG three or Andrew Luck. I'd say it panned out pretty well for Andrew Luck. He just uh, decided to quit. Smart ass. Um, but uh, anyways, point being is that I don't think he's a journeyman necessarily. Then he signs a big deal. I think that the situation is, is if you really look back on the times he was up for renewal or for them to make a change, there really wasn't anything available out there for them to go get. Good you know, that, that's better. I mean, like you said, like you just said, statistically, Kirk Cousins has been fine. He's just not a winner. And the thing is, is you're right, is in this division, if anything happens to the Packers injury-wise or just they just don't live up to expectations, this is the team to take the next step. And they've been waiting on that for three, maybe four years now. But Zimmer's gone. Zimmer's gone. Offensive-minded coach is in. Let's see what happens here. Love. Last chance. Jared Goff. All right, Jared Goff, for me, uh, this one, three words or less, is go for broke. <laughs> I think uh, I think the goal for Detroit is probably to replace you next year some way. I thought it would be this year, but uh, I know that he's got a big lofty contract. Uh, so for me, it's go for broke. Throw everything in your arsenal at this season. You've got, you know, good receivers. Uh, Amonra St. Brown's coming back. Uh, so for me, I would say for Jared Goff, if DeAndre Swift can stay healthy, this is a team that can surprise people. Uh, and then I believe you got DJ Shark who signed there too. So if he can kind of come back from that uh, Achilles injury, let's see what happens. Uh, but yeah, go for broke. You have a decent offensive line in a we, – we'd say this this division is overall average. Would you say? I think Packers could win this one sleepwalking. I think they could too. And I think there's much ado about, about the Devontae Adams move. That really, as much as I love receivers, they are not necessarily the be-all, end-all to a team continued success in a division that they, that's definitely winnable. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, basically, I'm I'm go for broke for for Jared Goff. Yeah, I was gonna say we we've seen Rodgers with, with less talent before. He's he's fine. Um, my Jared Goff three words or less is can't be worse. <laughs> I mean, like. We got Jared Goff here, and if, if we suck, everyone, everyone blames it on our quarterback. If we do well, hey, um, we're still getting a new quarterback next year regardless. So, I mean, I don't know what they want Jared Goff to do here because he's obviously not the future. He's obviously, I guess for the Lions, if best comes to best, they win five. They win four or five games, and he still sucks. They still get a decent top ten pick. A pretty good year for the Lions. 
Like, what did you say? It couldn't be worse. I think five wins would be a good year. I, I actually believe that um, they might bring back golf if they get five wins. Oh. Oh, you still got a top 10, 15 pick at that point, and there's a couple quarterbacks out there. I'd, I'd take one. It's fair. Justin Fields. All right, Justin Fields, three words or less for me is find your arm. I understand Allen Robinson is gone, but did they, did they not do everything in the offseason to bring in a bunch of receivers? I mean, Darnell Mooney's still there, 1,000-yard receiver from last year under Justin Fields. Byron Pringle from the Kansas City offense. They drafted a wide receiver from Tennessee, Vilas Jones Jr. They brought in a St. Brown from Green Bay. They brought in Nikhil Harry. They brought in Tajay Sharp. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. They brought in every single bag of hands they could. Now, again, they're not household and names. Harry tore his ACL or something, right? Did he? I, I totally missed that. I think, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. yep he's out. Uh, no, he has a high ankle sprain, but he had surgery on Oh, that. that's okay. Good Lord, that, that's better than I thought it was. Okay, go ahead. I mean, let's not be banging all of our, you know, putting all our eggs in the Nikhil Harry basket. But my point is, is that, <laughs> I mean, Byron Pringle's probably ready to try to take the next step as a, as a you know, bona fide number one, number two receiver. Darnell Mooney, again, I love Darnell Mooney. I think, actually, he's probably a good fantasy pick for a lot of people. Uh, but, yeah, find your arm. I understand David Montgomery is a great running back, and Khalil Herbert spelling him will be fine. But if we can establish play action and running here, I think Justin Fields got to find his arm to be able to actually have success for the Chicago Bears. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. I don't think he's going to pan out, but I'm not rooting against Justin Fields. What if I told you I've come around to why you don't care for him too much? Like – before it was like he was by far the best Ohio State quarterback I'd seen, and it was like my three words or less are not sure. Like the reports at a camp are not super high or fantastic. You have a new coach, Matt Eberflus from the Colts. I just I don't hear a lot, and I'm like, is he that guy? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. He was like a top ten pick, right? I think he was like number 12, but I think yeah. Chicago moved up to get him last year, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, so, I mean, this is <clears> – I want to see something from him because he's one of the quarterbacks that people aren't really talking about. They told him Zach Wilson, they told him Trevor Lawrence. But, man, this Justin Fields guy still got to take a step as well, and if he doesn't, um, Bears are wasting another quarterback. So I'm not sure. Correct. I just feel like just because we're not hearing about him doesn't mean that there's not a lot – going on. I mean, <clears throat> don't forget all those guys coming back, like Trevor Lawrence, like now he has a new coach. Justin Fields has a new coach. Zach Wilson is hurt. Like there's a lot of different variables and question marks for a lot of these guys. And maybe not hearing about Justin <clears throat> than hearing like Zach Wilson and, and Trevor Lawrence, like Zach Wilson's going to be in a tough spot here. You know, when does he come back? You know, when he does come back, he's got, uh, you know, expectations on his shoulders. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's not, not expectations on Justin Fields' shoulders here. Uh, but, you know, I, I am very curious to see the growth of Justin Fields. If it does happen, again, I'm not sure it's going to. But, you know, he could prove me wrong. Right. And I've looked at the Bears' schedule and another division preview preview. Um, not a good look for them this year for me. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. Obviously, you've got to play the North. You know, the North's always tough. But, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got room to improve on 1,870 yards, seven touchdowns, and 10 picks. 
Woo! Lordy. So. Hey, um, when we come back, Aaron will try to get the frog out of his throat on the break. And then <laughs> Yes. I cannot get I cannot shake it right now. <laughs> um and also how about number 10, 9, 8, 7, and 6 of our top 15 NFL players since 1990? You do not want to miss the controversy coming up next. It's sure to amaze you. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive here on this hump day edition and we are presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. You see that website right over there? It's MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Mike's looking at it there. Uh, you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and there's a button there for the Fanatics tab. What do you do with that tab? What do you do with that button? Got to click it, man. Yeah, you got to click it. It looks just like this one right here. I will get that down here soon. Looks just like that one right up there. You click the F, and when you go into the F, it takes you right into Fanatics, and you can shop all the memorabilia, autographed, you know, autograph stuff, apparel, merchandise, etc. Anything you can think of sports related is available at Fanatics. And today, the daily deal, free shipping on $24 or more. I know that's been the daily deal for a couple days, but hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Amen. All right. So basically what we're telling you to do is go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the Fanatics logo, shop, add to cart times a million. And when you purchase, it helps out the show tremendously. And for that, we thank you. So I've been listening to the replays on the Spotify, and I'll be honest, I am sick at how late I am when that comes back recording-wise. <laughs> I was like, going to say, you're always, you're always like, I just got it, and I'm like, mm-mm. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with my internet, but it does not, it does not collaborate with yours too well. Um, So 
yesterday we started something, Aaron. And we today we're right, in the, we're right in the thick of it. Top 15 NFL players since 1990. Aaron, why don't you remind people 11 through 15 of your list? Um, okay, I will remind people. Uh, so I'll go 15 down to 11 here. It was Derek Brooks at number 15, Brett Favre, number 14, Tony Gonzalez, number 13, Larry Fitzgerald at number 12, and at number 11 was Terrell Owens. I also lied, apparently. Um, one of those guys did make my list, so not all not all was bad for me. That's fine. No, it was not Brett Favre, by the way. He did not come close after all those interceptions. He's still throwing. But that's why I was saying that, just to let you know. Uh, number 15. Another one. <laughs> number 15 was Marvin Harrison for me. 14 was Drew Brees with a 67.7% completion. Michael Strahan at 13, Aaron Donald at 12, and J.J. Watt at 11, causing a bunch of people to wonder, why did I leave off Bruce Smith and everyone else? Well, I'll be honest. Spoiler I'll, alerting I'll, that you did. <laughs> I want to tell people why that happened, because I'll be honest, he's not on there. I know he had 200 sacks. I get it. But there was, they didn't count interceptions. They didn't count a lot of things when he was still doing a lot for his team. And the reason I put those guys on the list is because they had so much more stats than just sacks. And so I feel like Bruce Smith kind of was the what was what was the word the beneficiary or the non-beneficiary of his own era and not counting stats. Repeat that. I feel like he wasn't like in in his era they didn't count enough stats until later on to be recognized besides sacks. Well, I mean, what did they not count that he that he achieved, I guess you could say? Interceptions, forced fumbles, I believe, was one of them. It's just like a bunch of blank stats before. I mean, he just didn't get them. I mean, he didn't pick off the – he had two, two career interceptions. He had 43 forced fumbles, 15 fumble recoveries. I'm looking at the stats right here. 43 forced fumbles? 43 forced fumbles, yeah. I don't know what you're looking at, but I see all these stats right here. So. Okay, I'm so, that's interesting. Okay, go ahead. You Just may, give me you your 10 through 6. Apparently, I'm in you may, have, you may have to put an addendum here. And Can I get an executive decision? In terms of what? I don't know. I want to see Aaron Donald almost or Michael Strahan, one of the two. I'm not going to do that. Tough because my, I mean, you've made your decision, and that's okay. You have to live with the uh, with the backlash of the sports. Yeah. yeah, you have to live with the ramifications of it. I mean, it's it's a tough mm-hmm. one, though, because like you said, yeah, okay, he did one thing great. I mean, Aaron Donald just literally commands – hell, they could put three guys on him, <laughs> and sometimes that's not enough. You know, 60% of the offensive line could be on Aaron Donald, and that might not be enough. It's The point being is, is that it's really, this is a really tough – thing to do i i would have said jj watt has to come off but that's my opinion but uh all right so let's go i'll go ahead and do my 10 through 6 here uh and is actually bruce smith 200 career sacks the all-time sack leader uh i think he has 15 career years of double digit sacks most of the 14 to 19 range uh it's unfortunate that all four of those trips to the super bowl that he couldn't get uh a ring out of it uh, two years as a defensive lineman of over a hundred tackles. That's just unheard of. <laughs> that's that's unheard of in today's game for sure. 
so Bruce Smith comes in at number 10 for me. Uh, you know, like I said, not getting those rings probably pushed him down to 10 because initial lists really had him at like six or seven. Uh, I'm sorry, Bruce. <clears throat> it's okay. You know, he, he we'll get him on the show and he'll accept your apology. Uh, we'll just say you put him at 16. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, all right, number nine for me, which was one of the most <clears throat> exciting running backs I've ever seen play the game. Uh, it's a it's a shame his career was cut a little short, uh, but when he was, uh, you know, on the field and when he was at his prime, there was really nobody more fun to watch uh, in my era. And that's Ladanian Tomlinson comes in here at number nine for me. Uh, receiving, rushing, he still has the all time single season uh, touchdown record. I believe it's thirty one or thirty two. Uh, another shame he couldn't get a ring uh, as well. Um, you know, they Blame had some the, great had some Blame great Phil teams Rivers. in San Diego. Had some great teams in San Diego, just couldn't really get it done. I blame Tom Brady because a lot of times when they had their best teams, they were beaten by the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, Ladanian Tomlinson comes in at number nine here for me. Uh, number eight is the greatest linebacker I've ever seen play, the most explosive linebacker, the most ball-hawking tackle machine linebacker I've ever seen play. Disregard the stuff off the field. Ray Lewis is number eight for me. Uh, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, just absolutely incredible. Super Bowls at the beginning and end of his career. Uh, just just always just electric. And he, he got you hyped everything about watching Ray Lewis on the field. Number seven for me is the all-time leading rusher in NFL history. That is Emmett Smith. He comes in at number seven here for me. Uh, 11 straight seasons of a thousand yards or more 11 straight seasons no other running back you can find if you find one i will happily humbly stand corrected but i looked at every single running back no other running back has had 11 career 1000 yard seasons wow and he did it 11 straight times hell even when he was with arizona and washed up he still ran for like 824 yards <gasps> at the end of his career there uh, so tip of the cap to the all-time leading rushing leader, all-time leading, you know, NFL rusher. Emmett Smith comes in at number seven for me. His teammate for a short period of time is number six, and that is Deion Sanders, the ultimate cover corner, punt returner, the do-it-all guy. Uh, you, The original you don't throw on his side of the field, the original Darrell Rivas, the original Devin Hester uh, of his era. And you know what? He talked the most crap I have ever seen in my life but he backed every single word up. And yes, Deion Sanders made my list number six. And uh, yep, that's 10 through six. I'll recap it here. Bruce Smith, LaDainian Tomlinson, Ray Lewis, Emmett Smith, and Deion Sanders. I love it. I feel like we're going to do a lot of ball washing today and save the crap and hating for tomorrow, <laughs> as you're about to see. So number 10 for me is... Ladanian Tomlinson. This is one of, I believe, yes, two running backs to make my list. LT, the lightning bolt himself. Two? Wow. Okay. How many running backs do you have? I have three. LT and Emmett Smith, and then there's one more, obviously, for tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah, LT's number 10 for me. Has the league MVP. 13-684 rushing yards. 145 rush touchdowns, 17 receiving touchdowns, just a monster and my favorite player from the Chargers era, and that includes Antonio Cates and Phillip Rivers. 
Number nine. This man has 15,000-plus career receiving yards, 156 receiving touchdowns. No matter who he was with, he still balled out and gave Tom Brady a hell of a year, I'd say stat-wise. Randy Moss is number nine for me. What? You don't like that? I don't. I don't like that at all. Wow. To me, like I was going to put him a little bit lower, but those stats, like, I believe, yeah, Marvin Harrison, check this out, has about 100 and so more catches and about 1,000 less yards. It's pretty impressive for Randy Moss. He's a deep threat extraordinaire. Um, and I believe, yeah, we're he's one of my highest rated wide receivers, but we'll, we'll leave that alone for now. Number eight, how about a man who has already made your list? Um, 15,000 receiving yards as a tight end. The tight end, Tony Gonzalez. Tony, how are you going to guard me, Gonzalez, with this linebacker when I'm too fast? Are you going to go into the safety? He's too small. That Tony Gonzalez. I watched him with the Falcons a bunch, and I, then I grew up and realized he had a career with the Chiefs before. That was even better. Job yeah, that's right. You probably don't even remember the Chiefs. <laughs> barely, yeah. Number seven. This one shocked me that you said it as well. Emmett Smith. I'm surprised we yeah. both have number seven there. 160, 164 rush touchdowns, 18,355 rushing yards, won a Super Bowl MVP, three-time champ, just – Good running back there, I'd say. Number six for me is one of my two remaining defenders on my list. This man almost got rid of Tom Brady in the snow game. Well, in the, whatever that, well, the, in the tuck rule game. This man has 65 interceptions and 20 sacks. And nearly 1,000 solo tackles all in one player. Three-time All-Pro, Defensive Player of the Year. A man who actually has responded to me on Twitter and does not like me too much, Charles Woodson. Heisman Trophy winner, too. Yeah, Charles Woodson. I didn't realize he was that good all-around of a player because, again, he's a little bit before my time. But, wow. That dude, 20 sacks. 65 picks and a thousand tackles. That's just insane. Those numbers are pretty stinking good. He's not even the best defender on my list. You know, he's, he's incredible. It's, uh, and again, it's not a disrespect to leave him oh, off this no. list. What's that? No, no, I don't, I don't. Well, I did. Yeah. He definitely didn't make my top five. Um, oh. But I think he's a little high. But it's not a disrespect. Again, not a disrespect to leave him off this list. He is a, he's absolutely incredible. More incredible when he got to Green Bay and really moved to safety. The transition to safety was a lot was a career saver for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just an incredible career, an incredible human being. I'm sorry he doesn't like you, but yeah, he's <laughs> he was he was a fantastic football player, 100. He's one of the best athletes to be on Twitter that I was really like. Kevin Durant's one of those guys as well. But they have no business responding to fans, and they just do it. <laughs> I love it. He's a lot well, more Kevin Durant. Yeah, it. yeah. But Kevin yeah. Durant, a different animal. When when Woodson 
he might was on uh, ESPN and Monday Night Football. He was a lot more vocal on the social medias. He might still be. I don't know. No, uh, he responded to me only a move last year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fair so enough. Now, well, now after what he said. Well, now you can tag him in your in your post and see if he if you're in his good graces again. Got Kevin Durant to to lurk, so why not? There you go. What? Well, give me like a a, sm- a snippet of your. Just not even a player from your list tomorrow. We don't know if Tom Brady's going to be on there. Tell me if anything's going to shock us tomorrow for your top five. Do you think I'll be shocked tomorrow? I think you're going to be shocked where I have Peyton Manning, which I know I just listed a player because I already I already revealed I was you know unveiling him on Thursday. You want to um, know Tom Brady as well. I uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that we know he's going to be there. We know it's it's not going to be as surprising. Maybe the order of these and one of my top five players you've already put on your list. So hmm, it'd be interesting to see. Another thing I want to say is um, it's bold of people to assume I have Tom Brady on the list at all. But wow. we'll see. Your list will become invalid. I'm sorry, buddy. Will I do it? Who knows? Did I no, do I don't it? Think you will. Is a better question. No, I think you're dumb, but I don't think you're that dumb. Bring us home. All right, it's going to do it here for us on this hump day. And once again, just like Mike mentioned, tomorrow is uh, numbers one through five. It could be an interesting one. We'll have those graphics out for you to discuss on social media. I know you guys got a little discussion yesterday. I know when the when the lists get more and more full, the discussion really leads. Who are your top 15? I'd like to see them. You can check, uh, again, you can check out those posts on our social medias, Twitter and Facebook at AM Drive TV. And of course, the big one is to go to YouTube, search AM Drive with Mike and Aaron, and subscribe all of our segments in one place. Every single show is live as well, so you can catch our live and or our replays right there at the YouTube. Just search AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. And of course, until then, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. It's got all the links to our sponsors and all the links to these social media channels as well, just in case... You forget what we tell you to do. But until then, please be safe. Enjoy the games. And uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. For Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch saying we are out. Drive surf.